How's it going, Sha? Um, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. I think. I think. I think. <laughs> yeah, not bad. We're gonna settle with not bad. I like it. I like it. It's a good place <laughs> to be. I had to confer with all of the voices in my head if that's what we want to do. <laughs> How many and are I think there, we've... Sha? Uh, it depends. like two or three it's a quiet day here today <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of screaming or yelling um i think there were some earlier in the day but they've since gone to take a nap okay that's a good place yeah. to be yeah yeah so it's not bad just me and two other voices that's really that's pretty good <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad you're in a solid place <laughs> yeah <laughs> how about you how are you doing i'm chilling uh, i had a i had a good week uh my uh my godson slash brother-in-law uh came to visit uh he spent a couple days up here with his uh wife and kids so it was a it was a good time had uh had the the house uh really packed out and for the first time uh since the quarantine um uh with people that weren't my like you know parents Uh uh-huh and uh also uh had like a little kid energy in the house you know they have a uh, a, a two-year-old and a five-year-old which was like like i love that but i also love that it was only for the weekend you know right that's a lot out. that's a lot of energy yeah so i had all that like in the house and it was dope like i legitimately missed them i was glad to spend time with them and it was a good like moment of like oh i miss kids and also like yeah i'm glad we don't have kids anymore like we're like now like <laughs> preteens you know it was the perfect balance of that Right, yeah. right. It was real, real, real good times. Well, that's good. Yeah, legitimately like wholesome. You know, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, this is cool. You know, I should do more like family stuff. Uh, <laughs> legitimately wholesome. <laughs> like, cause you got like to me, shot like all those things. Like I do those things now, and like my parents were like super uh, hardworking. You know, my dad in particular like had like a job and a hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, almost throughout my whole life. So like, they clearly loved me, but we didn't do like those type of gatherings or like, uh, uh, you know, uh, family dynamics of those. Like, I didn't do like family getaways and stuff like that. We just couldn't, right, you right. know. So, like, to me, when I see, when I do these things, I'm like, like in my head, there's a part of me that's like, I feel like we're pretending, like this mm-hmm. ain't real. This is like, you know family matters and you know full house <laughs> shit you know like, right it, yeah. it, it's a level of like yo it's really like going down in my crib so i'm i'm appreciative of it and i also feel like it i'm I, i'm not like supposed to have that so i'm glad that i do i get that i understand that i uh my family wasn't necessarily a vacation family right uh so anytime that there were like you know spring break or summer break until i was old enough to get a job um you were just we were just at home and my parents were working so i don't necessarily have that whatever that muscle is to go i need a vacation you know like that thing yeah yeah um uh my sister will try to make a point of taking time off and that's good for her i'm glad that she has 
uh, realize that that's something she needs to do and take steps towards doing it. Uh, I told myself I'd do that this year and I'm totally lost and I probably won't actually take a vacation until like next year, (laughs) (laughs) which is the one that I've just been trying to plan for a year straight. I don't want to, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I understand what you mean by like when you are in that kind of situation, you're like, "This is great, but is this real? This doesn't feel real." Yeah, it. it I don't know. Like we had like so many like moments where like it was like, "Yo, this is this cute stuff don't happen like this in real life. This this ain't right." You know, like uh, I I uh, I fed yogurt uh, to to his daughter mm-hmm. at like seven in the morning. I got I got up early. You know, I I, I like to get like some writing done. <laughs> And, right, you know, I had, I had, I, it was more like I'd stayed up, sure, you know, but I yeah. was up writing, and I made myself a turkey and cheese sandwich. I had some Greek yogurt, and she comes out and she sees me eating Greek yogurt, and she asks me for some, and I give her some, and she's really excited. It was the first time she had blueberry Greek yogurt. She never had it before. She eats regular yogurt. She told me. Okay, you know, mm. and you see how mundane this whole story is. That's that's all that happens. I swear, but it like oh, I remember. I really the thought whole there thing. was. I thought there was going to be a twist where it turns out she's actually allergic to yogurt, <laughs> and she was just saying this so that she could get a taste of it. And then four hours later, she swole up like the size, <laughs> the size of like a basketball. I, I wish it was that exciting because that would mean. But it was no. It was just a little moment that like was cool and like me and her bonded. You know, she was excited and it was like, you know, I fed her yogurt. She told the parents about it. She asked them to get her yogurt when she gets home. And that was it. But like, you know, when uh, they got in the car to drove off, I went out to say bye to them. And she, you know, say, hey, thank you for the yogurt. You know, I was like, no doubt. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that serious. But like, but yo, yeah, yeah you, you, you've actually made quite an impression on her. Straight up. Like I put on the blueberry yogurt, you know, shots yep. to show Bonnie. Um, but yeah, <laughs> she was very, very happy about that. And I was like, I'm, I didn't realize there could be that much, uh, impact in that small little mm-hmm. thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're changing lives out here, Gaston. Oh yeah. One, uh, dessert at a time, you know? One dessert at a time. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's why you hate the sound of your voice. Wow, okay. Oh <laughs> That's uh, uh, real dramatic. Uh, when listening to a recording of your voice, the sound travels through the ear and through the air and into your ears, what's referred to as air conduction. Uh, the sound energy vibrates the eardrum and small ear bones. These bones then transmit the sound vibrations to the uh, cochlea. Co- cochlea. Cochlea, thank you. Uh, which yeah. stimulates nerve uh, exons that send the auditory uh, signal to the brain. However, when you speak, the sound from your voice reaches the inner ear in a different way. While some of the sound is transmitted through the air, much of the sound is internally conducted directly through your skull bones. For this reason, people generally perceive their voices deeper and richer when they speak. The recorded voice in comparison can sound thinner and higher pitch, which many find cringeworthy. The second reason um, hearing a recording voice uh, can be so disconcerting, it really is a new voice. The one exposes a difference between your self-perception and reality. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yo, this, this got <laughs> deep. 
<laughs> oh, wow. That's deep. Okay. Because your voice is unique and an important component of self-identity, this mismatch can be jarring. Suddenly you realize other people have been hearing something else all along. Yeah. That's well, true. That's terrifying. How do you feel about how you think you sound? Like, how, how to you do you sound in your head? And are you happy with that? I like the way I sound on recordings. Don't like the way I sound in my head. Really? Yeah. I've always thought that I sounded, I had the opposite experience. I actually went to get checked for this. Um, Cause I thought like I had like, when I found out some of this stuff, I thought something was wrong with how my inner ear canal was. Cause I always felt mm. I did more high pitch in my head. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know I had a deep voice until uh, high school when girls said, hey, we like your deep voice. And <laughs> I like work because I thought I sound like, you know, like Kermit or something. But uh, yeah, no, they uh, apparently it's a thing. Um, so, yeah, I didn't know I had a deep voice at all. Um, and I still like don't uh, didn't believe that until I started doing stuff that was on, on like tape and film that I could verify. It. Hmm. When you perform, you lower your voice. Yeah, I do, for sure. Okay. And that's part of why. Because, like, in my head, I'm trying to do the voice that I hear. If that gotcha. makes sense. You know, like, in my head, okay. I always hear it higher. And I like the way the audio sounds when I so talk. You so go I'm trying deeper. to go deeper to match that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I my uh, my voice sounds deep in my head. Uh, it doesn't have any uh, any more gravitas in my head than it does <laughs> outside. Uh, but what the recording sounds like to me, it just sounds kind of like a valley girl with a cold. <laughs> it's a very specific sound, but it definitely is a little more na nasally than I would like. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it really is. But uh, I don't I don't know what to do with it. Um, it is still I mean. Yeah, I think I do still think my voice is a little deeper uh, than maybe it sounds. But I, I also think that my voice is actually a little bit deeper than the average female voice. Yeah, I can see that. My voice is like, I feel like my voice is deeper than, say, my sister's voice. Right. But it may that may be more of a my head situation. Oh. Uh. But there are times where I'm like, all right, I know it's deeper in my head than it is out loud. But I still feel like out loud it's a little bit deeper than maybe uh what the average female voice is is trending as would we be able to but, tell that y'all are related if we heard your sister talk no no we don't look alike we don't sound alike um we don't laugh alike we laugh at the same thing okay if you were to watch us together um there are there are clear uh, there are clear things where it's like, okay, these two grew up together or something because they heard they heard something funny. They saw something at the same time. They are reacting in a way that they clearly are like, like it, 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 it it's it's simpatico. Right, right. But um, we don't we don't look alike at all. We look like neighbors at best. Um, <laughs> I just look like our mother and she looks like our father. Okay. And if there had been a third kid, we would make all the sense in the world. But there wasn't. So <laughs> there wasn't a third kid to tie us all together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but we so yeah, we don't and we 
I don't think we really sound alike. Yeah, I'm always curious either. with that. I know I have a cousin that uh, uh, me and him sound a lot alike, mm. and we don't. But only, but like I'm referring to like tone. Like I right. speak and I say a lot more slang. He doesn't, so we didn't notice mm-hmm. it at all um, mm. until uh, we worked together. And then I spoke more professionally in that setting, and he spoke professionally in general. And right. people re- like started pointing it out because we didn't tell anyone we were related initially, and people kept saying, "Hey, you sound just like this guy." You know, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, so like it's a thing." And then like we like uh, played around with it, so like uh, we did like a couple of uh, conference calls where like I would do his voice and he would do mine in the check-in, mm-hmm. and no one noticed. That's funny. Yeah. I uh, apparently I sounded like my mother and I also looked just like her, but I sounded like her. I don't think I did. Her voice was to me a little more. Uh, uh, it was a fuller and a little bit higher, but I guess the way we said hello when we answered the phone yeah. was the same. I don't know. I feel like I just say hello, but maybe that's now, <laughs> but maybe at the time. Whereas my mother, to me, it sounded like she said, hello, and that's, <laughs> that's different, but um, but that is exactly how she said hello, because um, she would call for me, and she'd go, Shalay. that's how she would call that's for me. That's awesome. Yeah, but um, I, don't, I don't know why there's any sort of accent that's not Southern, because she's from middle Georgia, so I don't know if that's... <laughs> half middle Georgia, half New York. And that's what it comes out as, but we didn't, um, that's the closest I had to like a sound alike person uh-huh. is sometimes I could, I could ape her voice a little bit, I, but otherwise, nah, <laughs> I, I like stuff like this. Cause it's like, it, it makes me wonder what you prioritize. Like when I hear about people discussing it, like, do you mm-hmm. prioritize, um, the way you perceive yourself or the way other people uh, perceive you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, huh. like you know, like what, like if you heard the audio recording and you didn't like it, is it because it bothered the way you sounded to you or because the way you sound I to thought other, I sounded yeah. to others? I don't know. I'm okay with how I sound recorded now. Yeah. Um, it doesn't bother me. I think it, it didn't, it, it never really truly bothered me. It was more of just like a, huh. So that's what, uh, that's what I'm doing, huh? <laughs> but otherwise, uh, it, it never really <laughs> bothered me. Um, so I'm okay with, uh, with it, which is good for doing comedy. Yeah. Um, it's much more seeing myself that I had trouble with. Yeah. That like, that, that's honestly what I thought of too, that, uh, that thing on TikTok where like it inverts your face. Did you see that? Okay. They have like a, no. a, a, a one of the like uh, filters or something that like it puts your, it uh, gives you two faces essentially on the image. And uh, one of them is made up of your left side and the left inverted and the right and the right inverted. Okay. Um, so like it, uh, it was trippy because people would essentially judge which side of themselves was the better side. Well, everyone has a good side. Right. So they, it, it would highlight that. And then the final thing it would do is like it would invert it to you. And then you would realize that the part, the version you see 
mm-hmm. is only what you see in the mirror, but everyone else sees the part of you that you don't like. Yes. You know? Right. So like whatever yep. you're mm-hmm. most comfortable with, you're the only one that's comfortable with that. Everyone else is comfortable with your opposite. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, that's a nightmare. You know what I'm saying? Like when you think of oh, that, Oh, fuck wild. you, TikTok. I don't need that pressure. <laughs> but it's, it's, it makes sense because you look in the mirror, you're comforting yourself based on your reflection. But if they got inverted, it would fuck with you. Like, yo, this looks terrible. Oh, but no. everyone else is comfortable with the inverted image in your head. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Like, I realized that when I first started doing the video for the podcast, because it was like, it was showing me the actual image of what I was, but Mm -hmm. it was messing with my head that I was like, nah, this isn't what I look like. I had to invert it for me to, like, make sense for me while I was recording. Oh, wow. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely something to doing these Zoom calls and seeing yourself constantly. That is just like, oh, Jesus, why? All the time? I got it. <laughs> you know, um, and I, I I, have figured out what I think my good side is. And I, of course, it's the side of my face where all the hair hangs. Okay. So I'm literally hiding the good side. <laughs> the other side is fully exposed. And I'm like, oh, no, that's always been the bad side. But that's also how I part my hair. I don't know. It's. I'm not changing it now. It's too late. You know, <laughs> the whole face is what you get. <laughs> All or nothing. I say no, yeah. you know, what is it? Uh, there's no a la carte menus here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> Sorry. It's the full market price. <laughs> <laughs> you always get the pickle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no substitutions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dad dumps 80,000 pennies on his strange daughter's lawn for final child support payment. Uh, Virginia teenager showed her estranged father the meaning of good sense and maturity. Uh, Avery uh, Sanford hadn't seen her dad in years when he dropped off his final child support payment last month, dumping 80,000 pennies on his ex-wife's lawn. Uh, I just turned 18, and when I was in the middle of class, my dad came by. He rented a trailer. <laughs> Yeah, renting trailers are never, like, good, in my opinion. There's always, like, something <laughs> rough coming up. Her <laughs> penny-hoarding dad pulled up in front of the house and turned the trailer on uh, so it dumped out all the pennies on the grass. And my mom came out and was like, what are you dumping in my yard? She didn't know who it was until he shouted, it's your final child support payment. Instead of getting mad, the high school senior decided to set aside the copper delivery for charity. The family picked up every penny and plans to donate all $800 to Safe Harbor, a domestic abuse center. It's just, uh, it's not just my mom uh, he's trying to embarrass. It's also me and my sister. And it's upsetting that he didn't consider that before he did that. Turning around. That's yeah, wild. That's brawling. And then you see the father said, the father told the station he acted out of 18 years of pent up frustration and quote, the last thing he wanted to do and quote was push his daughter further away. Really? Yeah. Because the steps you had to make, <laughs> like you had to count out 80,000 pennies. Mm-hmm. You had to count that out. Uh, so there's, so there's that number one, that's definitely a few months work. Easy. Um, and then you had to rent a trailer 
And then you had to get someone to move all those pennies into that trailer. And then you had to drive that heavy ass trailer over to your ex-wife's house. And then you had to dump the trailer so that all of those pennies were in the grass. And at no point did you think, huh, my daughter probably wouldn't like this. Yeah. Were you thinking of her at all? Or was this literally just, I mean, what kind of pent up frustration? Did you not know that (laughs) you'd have to pay for a child? Like what (laughs) did you not want? I mean, if you had 18 years of frustration and your child is 18, does that mean you didn't want the child? Word. Okay, well, then you definitely should have taken some of those pennies and gone into therapy because child is here now. (laughs) Child is here. Big facts. Child's been here. Yeah. Like, what do you listen? Come on. You you heard my stance before about, you know, the whole child support thing. I I feel like, you know, enough people don't think this situation through. But, you know, to me, like, while I'm, I'm. I understand $800 is a lot of money to uh, put aside for anything. I get that. But it is an Like, if you told me raising a kid only costs $800 a month, that's a steal. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's great. That's all you got to put in. And you put and a whole person is going to live off that. So, like, you there's no way you could genuinely feel like my $800 is carrying the weight of this person's livelihood right you know that's all you had to do in this relationship was give 800 dollars for you know something that you did 18 years ago um and then on top of that whatever it is that happened between you and and in uh this uh this young lady's mother she had nothing to do with that she's just the result of it she ain't if she had to pick up yeah. pennies now for three hours because of your ass you know she that's, she had yeah. to do it. she had homework to do that day she was in school you know, you just messed up that whole agenda. And I promise you, like, for the rest of her life, every time she bends over, every time she sees a penny, she's going to think about you and be angry. You know what I mean? Like She's going to curse your name. Every time. Also, why are we, what's the, what's this penny dump situation that we keep doing? This is the second, I feel like this is the second story where someone has dumped a bunch of pennies on someone's lawn to pay off. Yeah. Some sort of like, is this a thing? I think I think people think like the gesture. I get it. Like if you're annoyed and you owe money and you don't feel like it's fairly owed, I get that part of it. But my issue is that it's never the person that you owe the money to that ends up really paying. Like this is the closest, mm. even in that regard. But you still hurt the person that has nothing to do with it. The daughter. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. the other time I've seen it is like, you know, when like it's like a legal thing and you're paying mm-hmm. off uh, even like if it's child support, you're sending it to the state or whatever the case may be. And you dump right. off like a payment at the the city or state office. You think the state don't give a shit. Them, they just get in the payment regardless. But now some guy making 17 an hour got to pick up all these pennies. Pick up he, all your stupid pennies. Yeah, he got nothing to do with your situation. You may, you messed up his day. You know, like he, and if anything, you made. You got to talk about that shit at the bar. Like, that's all you did. You gave him a story. Like, uh, another asshole came in dropping pennies this week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got two hours of overtime, man. What you get into? You know, like, it, 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 it's such a dumb move. Like, and it, this to me, like, screams to me why they are, why most people don't make it as comedians. You know, because mm. they don't realize <laughs> that you can't repeat a joke. You know, whoever did this the first time, sure. 
you know, but once the audience knows the joke, it's not a surprise anymore. It doesn't work, you know? So right. this was probably funny the first time I heard this 15 years ago. Now you look right. like an asshole that doesn't understand, yo, stop beating the dead horse. We've gotten it. You know, this is no longer cool. You got to figure out a different a different coin. That's it. A different way. I don't know. I just pay the fucking... It's that's so wild. Like, why do you think the child is stealing from you? Yeah. And and do you think that pennies are still not legal tender? Like, do you think you're dumping trash? It's still money. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's such a little bitch move. Big time. Big time. (laughs) Uh, Respects to the young lady, you know, figuring out a good cause. Um, Yeah, absolutely. In particular, because I know that made the dad feel worse. Like, yep. Like, we didn't even use your money. How about you that? Know what I mean, I need that. A, B, I became a good person with very little input uh, from your end. Apparently, not even these eight hundred dollars. So yeah, yeah, much respect. <laughs> um, spare ticket <laughs> for the space flight with Jeff Bezos was auctioned off for twenty eight million dollars. Sha, we talked about it last week. Yeah, we sure did. But, so that's that's how much. Huh? Yeah, that's what it went for. Twenty eight m Sha. To fly with Jeff Bezos, you doing that right there? You don't think you don't think that's worth it? No, <laughs> that's stupid. It's an eleven minute trip uh, in the suborbital space alongside Jeff Bezos. Uh, the auction ended on Saturday, so you'll be going. Somebody will be going uh, to space for eleven minutes with Jeff Bezos, his brother Mark Bezos, and it only cost him twenty eight million dollars. That's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. What if you get up there and you get a little nauseous because you're in space? What if Jeff Bezos throws up on you? What are you like? Why do you even? What if something's not fashioned right and your head explodes? Like, what are you doing? That's so wild. You can't just write off that money. You can't just donate that money to something else. What if it's an actor and like they doing it for like research? You could write that off. You'd be like, yo. No, you can't. Uh, no, because a studio, you, if if you're worth your weight in anything, you get the studio to pay for that shit. <laughs> Brad Pitt ain't paying $28 million to fly up into space for whatever movie it was he did. Yeah, that's fair. Just to get an idea. That's what they got space camp for. You go in the fucking no, <laughs> no gravity tube thing. You float around for a while. You feel a little queasy. They take you out. Out. They, you know, sp- spray some water on your face and they keep it moving. No one's passed not twenty eight million dollars <laughs> worth of work. <laughs> the uh, blue uh, Blue Origins uh, direct competitor Virgin uh, Galactic uh, will start selling tickets as well. Um, it's sold uh, six hundred so far um, privately. It's going to start selling them publicly. Um, but the tickets have ranged from two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars each. So a little bit more reasonable. You know, if you're willing to wait, you know. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess if you want to go to space on the mega bus, you know what I mean? sure. <laughs> and uh, this has been exciting news uh, for uh, people that are uh, in this uh, business uh, as investors because uh, it shows that there's a market for uh, space flight. Um, and uh, there's been projections of certain uh travels uh, uh tickets going for as much as 55 million dollars uh for more immersive space flights uh that are planned um in particular uh the one by elon musk's spacex i don't want to go to space with elon musk either <laughs> these are the lamest people going into space who would you go to space with that shot i'm not i mean uh i guess someone who's trained to go into space <laughs> What about Buzz Aldrin? Is he still alive? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I would imagine so. 
All right, which one is the one that died? Well, anyway, if Buzz is still alive, also I would want Buzz because I know he swings on people. But because <laughs> there were videos of him, like when people would come up and go, the moon landing wasn't real, and he swing on him, and he was an old man. Yeah. So I, someone who knows what's going on. What's the picture of the black astronaut? And he took a picture with his two dogs, and they're climbing all over him, and everybody looks happy. What's that dude doing? <laughs> I'll go up to space with him. But I'm not doing it with Elon Musk. I'm not doing it with Jeff Bezos. I'm not doing it with anyone who joined a gym late in life to get some middle-aged muscles or has hair plugs. Not doing it. That's not the move. No. (laughs) No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't think I'm doing it in gym. I don't think I'm cut out for it. I don't think I'm cut out for it anyway, but I'm certainly not. Yeah. Mm -mm. No. I feel like I would want to go to space with outcasts. I feel like they've covered. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that because big boy's going to ha- try to figure out how to fit a fucking pole in the damn thing. <laughs> like, so it's going to be you big boy. Andre ain't going to do it. He's not showing up. So then it's going to be you big boy, sleepy Brown and some big booty girl that uh big boy scouted at the club. <laughs> It, that's who it's gonna be yeah i don't I, actually right because then i i feel like if that spaceship goes down i'm other you know yeah would, <laughs> <laughs> big boy and others found finally france is sending a second statue of liberty to the u.s uh new yorkers hmm. have a uh, surprise gift to look forward to uh, for this Independence Day, a second Statue of Liberty sent by France. Uh, this one, uh, this new bronze statue, uh, nicknamed the Little Sister, is one sixteenth the size of the world famous one uh, that stands at uh, Liberty Island. On Monday, during a special ceremony, the smallest sibling was lifted and loaded into a special container at the National Museum of Arts and Crafts in Central Paris, where it would it has been installed since twenty eleven. Um, it will be erected on Ellis Island, just across from the water from the original on July 1st to July 5th. The statue, um, weighing in at 450 kilos or 992 pounds, is just shy of 10 feet tall, was first made in 2009. It is an exact replica of the original 1878 plaster model. How are they going to send us a cover song? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I felt the same thing. I'm like, yo, like, I've heard of, like, re-gifting, and I don't even fuck with that. But you won't give me the same gift? The same thing, just smaller, and call it little sister. Nah, bitch. That's, mm. And I say this as a big sister. Just give us something else. <laughs> yeah, it's so kind of lazy from France, B. What? Yeah. Are we, are, we, are we arguing with France right now? Yeah, like this feels like some sort of like this definitely feels a little regifty. This definitely feels like oh, just send them the little one. <laughs> like we were supposed to be looking out for something else, and they were like, no, we don't fuck with them like that anymore. Just send them a little version of something they already have. They're idiots. <laughs> yeah, they, this definitely uh, reminded me of like my first two years of being married, and I would like forget to buy a gift for an anniversary. Like mm-hmm. it felt like that. Like France was like, oh shit. <laughs> yo, but it's, it's been over a hundred years. Yeah, like yo, we forgot, man. It's been a hundred years since we sent them some. What can we send them? Yo, we ain't got time to make them uh, some. Let's send them the same shit they liked the last time. We already yeah, got it. That's you mm, know, that's like 
when in the 90s, I uh, there was um, a Hello Kitty slash Sanrio store that opened up in the mall where I worked and hung out in. And I would go in there and they had, you know, characters. And the one I was kind of drawn towards was the frog named Kuropi. Okay. Uh, Kuro, Kuro, Kuropi. And he had big eyes and he was a bright green color and he was cute. And I got a couple of little trinkets. You know, I had like a wallet. I think my checkbook holder is still a Kuropi. Okay. Very vintage checkbook holder. Um, I still write checks. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You don't write rhymes, uh, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, um... I uh, and so when people saw like, oh, look, she has a little Kuropi wallet for like a strong two years. All I got from people were Kuropi things <laughs> like I had a, a Kuropi um, umbrella. I had a jump rope, um, new like little lunch boxes, uh, all kinds of little things. And I was happy for it. But I also was like. Yeah, but you know, I'm kind of trying to make the transition into Choco Cat right now, and you guys keep bringing me Kuropi stuff. And uh, and then I got Bats Maru. I got really got into Bats Maru, but everyone still was thinking Kuropi. And I'm like, yo, I got tattoos of Bats Maru now. Like I, I really made the transition. So this is what this feels like. Oh yeah, like. France needed to get us something. They were just like, oh, you like Statues of Liberty, right? You like Liberty? And I mean, I dare say, I'm not sure we do. But then I also <laughs> say, like, huh, you don't have anything else? You couldn't send us bread? We like your bread. Yeah, you know, y'all make pastries, man. Send that over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this was lazy uh, on, on behalf of France. You know, step y'all game up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate again, the I mean, gesture, what are we, but um, what are we sending them though? I, I hope it's. Are we sending them shitty gifts? Because if so, <laughs> yeah, like America would send them shit that they like got from other countries too, and like we just have claimed as ours, you know? Like right, exactly. Like are we? And yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! There is a piece I read in the New Yorker magazine about French tacos. What? Gastor. They sound disgusting. They come with <laughs> hold on. I gotta I gotta look. But it's all the rage right now. French tacos. Um, but it's not okay. French tacos. That, Let's see. Wrong. How do I describe? It's a fast food dish, which is usually oh no. Y'all you you're not ready for this. Okay. It's um it's a fast food dish which usually consists of a flour tortilla grilled and folded around a filling of french fries, cheese and meat among other deli ingre- ingredients. More similar to a burrito than a taco and claiming inspiration from Mexican cuisine. <laughs> it no it originated in the early 2000s. Uh, before becoming popular among teenagers and young adults. I mean, it's, and it sounds like it tastes good. It just don't sound French. It don't sound French and it don't sound like a taco. It, it sounds American to me. Yeah, it's, but even. Like, if you would have told me this was on the menu at Crown Fried Chicken, I'd believe it. Sure, but it's not like a good American. No, like, it doesn't. No. It sounds like someone just getting something horribly wrong. Yeah, this is so, this was invented in a dorm room. Yes, this is not. This is uh, how to get by 
food. <laughs> right? This isn't um so it's yeah, flour tortilla and usually has various types of meat such as chicken, turkey or beef. Um by either like chopped up or chicken nuggets or kebab meat. This is um, such a like, yo, what you got in the fridge? And french fries and cheese, any type of french cheese or cheddar. Um, or processed American cheese or cheese sauce may be used instead. An additional relish, which is either ketchup, mayonnaise, barbecue sauce, or any of the sauces in kebab shops. And vegetables, generally in the so- in the form of a salad mix, like grilled, <laughs> like like mixed what is greens. Happening? And then they grill it with a panini grill. And then there you go. There's your French taco. Was it invented? So maybe we there? should. Maybe we should just accept this fucking statue this is very american yeah i I really feel like we got similar energy yeah (laughs) yeah it feels so like this reminds me of like when i go to crown and like i order an italian cheeseburger like i know they don't sell that in italy you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it feels super like made up you know uh yeah i i i feel that you know but i will say i want to try one now well, I mean, maybe it'll make it over here. But right now it's like it's hard because French tacos, that's what everyone wants. Whatever, all this shit wrapped in a tortilla. And now people are trying to make legit tacos. And folks over there are like, these aren't tacos. <laughs> and they're like, no, they are. These are actual tacos. And they're like, where are the French fries? Which aren't even French. Like, come on. <laughs> This is such an overstep, man. Hey, wow. <laughs> yeah, it really, this probably should have been its own thing. I'm surprised I didn't say anything at the time. But, you know, it took France sending us a terrible present for me to remember that they also don't know what's a ta- what a taco is. Wilding out over there. I, I remember getting angry at a chimichurri truck because <laughs> he was selling uh, burritos. And, like, they're way closer, like, in terms of, like, Dominicans and Mexicans. They're, like, at least right. Spanish. They, we, we, make, we make all the stuff that goes inside the burrito, but we don't make burritos, uh-huh. you know? Right. And I, I remember, like, ordering, like, I got to the truck. And this is, if you in East New York, I tell you the truck. It's on Jamaica Ave right before uh, you uh, turn up uh, Cypress to go uh, uh, up to the Jackie Robinson. So they make okay. good food there. I love the chimney, but like I'm looking at the menu and he got burritos and I was like, <laughs> you, the audacity, like I just went off on him. I was like, where do you get off making that? And he's like, oh, we make it good. And I was like, make me one. And he makes me one. And it's not like anything, like everything that goes inside of a burrito was in mm-hmm. this, but seasoned Dominican. So it felt wrong. Like I was like, this right. is the energy. Like this is sweet. You know, <laughs> it, it, right. it don't got the kick. I'm like, and he's like, but people like it. I'm like, I'm not denying that. Just don't call it that because this is their thing and they do it well already. You made something right. new. That's cool. But don't call it that because I'm going to get mad when I want that and you give me this energy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He definitely needs to come up with another name for what he's done. Yeah, that's why I'm mad at this. <laughs> for what French he's tacos. done, for the damage he's done. <laughs> Like the first picture, I, I just Googled French taco. The first picture I see looks like a really nice pillow. 
Yeah. Straight up. If you'd have told me, hey, this is a new like seat warmer, I'd have been yeah. like, oh, that's fire. Don't tell me this is a taco. Yeah. The audacity of these people. I swear. <sighs> the French. <laughs> if you'd like to join, you know, our uh new makeshift movement of anti-French tacos. Please. Or if you know where to get a French taco. Yeah, I, I do want to try one. Slide into the comments because <laughs> I, I want to know why. I mean, and also France is supposed to be like uh, all this excellent food. And then they come up with their own taco and it's literally like a high college freshman. Like, like I fully expected to be cooked between like two irons that you're supposed to iron your clothes with. I'm just mad they didn't use like, you know, like my thing is like, yo, the French made a taco. Like, why would you call it French taco? Like y'all got baguettes and like use French words. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I want to, I want to hit like, how is this? Why isn't it in the croissant? Hey man, look, that's why I'm like, who brought the flour tortillas to France? Where'd they even get those from? Y'all slacking off over there, all right? I mean... Use your own bread, okay? Use your own bread. Use your own bread. That's such a that's such a <laughs> distinctive way to let me know it's your food. Use your that's bread. That's so true. Use your bread. Use your bread, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you use your own bread, please like and subscribe to the show. Uh, Absolutely. If you don't, you should still like and subscribe because you need to learn, okay? <laughs> <laughs> For if you're an Apple uh, podcast listener, uh, please rate the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, four stars tells me that you probably invent things like French tacos, and you know it is what it is. <laughs> Five stars tells me you know where to find them. You know, so I want to know <laughs> more about how you living. <laughs> right. If you have uh, any articles you'd like to share, or uh, you know, links to where we can find French tacos, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo, at Gastro Almonte. Uh, with all that said, this has been a bonus episode of The War Report. My name is Gastro Almonte, always with the homie Chalet with Sharp. Catch y'all next week, hopefully with French Taco Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>